and welcome to the 99 Yards podcast. I'm your host for today, Brian, and joining me, uh, we've got Duncan and Adam. How are we doing, guys? Very good. I've uh, I've had a word with my homeopathist, and I'm fit for the podcast this week, so it's all good, yeah. Very good. I'm just going to go with the negative lateral flow test, just to keep it simple. <laughs> Who'd have thought, eh? What a season we've had so far, and what a, uh, what a couple of weeks since we last spoke on the podcast. We had last Sunday, where it is a backup quarterback Sunday. We had three backup quarterbacks leading their team to victory. Uh, we've had a starting quarterback take medical advice from a podcast host and end up taking cattle dewormer to try and avoid a virus, which he's now gone and got. What else have we had? We've had a, a superstar wide receiver, or maybe former superstar wide receiver, in Old Dale Beckham Jr. He's been released. Uh, we're in uh, OBJ watch. He could be, could be signed any minute now. We'll keep you up to date. That's all without mentioning this weekend's games, where there's been, well, quite a few uh, quite a few upsets. Um, so, yeah, there we go. I don't really know where to start. Um, I guess we'll start on this weekend's action. We'll, we'll talk football to start with. A um, couple of upsets. Which was the biggest shock for you guys? That has to be. It has to be that tragic game between the Jags and the Bills, didn't it? Was it 9-6? Nine, nine, I remember there was a 6-3 one year between the Browns and, and someone. But uh, 9-6, I mean, great performance by the defence and, uh, and uh, the defensive Allen. Uh, he, he's, uh, he really is really good and he's sort of flown under the radar because of the team he's on. Um, I really enjoyed him through college. Um, he, he's, he's one of the few good players on that, that team. Um, that, so that was a big shock. Um, obviously, there's the Browns game as well, Browns-Bengals. Um, Maybe not such a surprise, but it's uh, it was it's an interesting one. It's intriguing. Well, first of all, as the host, Brian, do you do you have Aaron Rodgers' number then? Is is that what the way we're going? We're playing this. Oh yeah, just to clear, it obviously wasn't any of our podcast hosts that, that gave that advice. <laughs> I presume we would have advised had he asked us um, to take actual medical advice, but <laughs> I would advise him, Aaron, you are not a horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bless him. In, in terms of shocks, I'll, I was going to go uh, down a, a particular route, but I'll, I'll let you off that one, Brian, and uh, maybe leave you to uh, you to talk through the, the Cowboys' performance. But I I was surprised, I guess more in a positive way, but by how how well the Titans played. Obviously, they I think they were five and two going into this week and, and very high up in the AFC. So it's it's not so much a surprise that they won, but having lost Derek, Derek Henry last weekend. They've been on a, a great run of performances. They, they've built, beat the Bills, the Chiefs, and then they go into LA without the, the, the player that everyone thinks is their entire team and, and win, and win very convincingly. They're, they're a bigger threat than I thought. I was uh, sort of counting the, on them, them losing on Sunday night, I have to be honest, and woke up and thought, oh, they, they are going to be leaving the conference. So it's going to be interesting to see if they can keep up these performances, if, if Mike Vrabel can continue to scheme a running game without Derek Henry but they were they were fantastic on Sunday night yeah that was that was a surprise it was great to see Adrian Peterson granted not quite his old self but but still looking pretty good at the age of 35 which isn't easy to do as a running back and and yeah you sort of mentioned it there the the Broncos absolutely smashed the Dallas Cowboys um I mean going in Cowboys are 10 point favorites I thought that thought that was a bit bit high uh, and they just weren't very good, but I think credit to the Broncos. I've I've not rated them so far this season, but they they turned up. They looked pretty good, um, and they were they were just a better team by far. And 
had the game finished 13-0, I'd have said the Cowboys were lucky to get zero, but they were super lucky to get 16 in the last couple of minutes. Um, the epitome of garbage time, as they say. Um, but yeah, the, the Cowboys weren't on the game and the Broncos were in um, fair play. And uh, that really, I think that really opens up the AFC West, doesn't it? Every team's won five games. No, nobody looks to be stepping out there, really. Uh, oh, I mean, what do you guys think? The, the Chiefs haven't looked great, have they? Just on the on the Cowboys, I, I part of the reason I, I didn't pick them was I, I was looking through their schedule and who have they really beat other than the Patriots, who who just went over five hundred this week? They they haven't beaten a team with a winning record by the look of it. They've played played teams close and they they have looked very good as a team. They look a big threat, but they if we were in college, they haven't got the uh, the best resume for a for a six and two team. True, I thought that we'd be doing the Cowboys. So I thought we, we, I didn't really want to talk about them anymore. For one. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in fairness, talk, talk about the AFC West. They, they have beat the Chargers. Um, and the, I mean, the, the Vikings are a good team. I don't, I don't know what their record is. <laughs> I don't think they know. No, no. They're, they're, <laughs> they like to go close, don't they? Bless them. Um, but yeah, you're right. Other than the Patriots beat the Giants, Eagles, Panthers, they're not great. So yeah, maybe that, that's a very good point. And the uh, the Denver Broncos was their their big undoing. In yeah. terms of the AFC West, sorry, I, I didn't mean to to sidetrack <laughs> and, and make you relive it one more time. But I I, I just still can't look past the Chiefs. I can't believe they're not going to get their act together. They may get in as a, a three or four seed, or maybe even a wild card win if the Chargers keep winning. But I, I can't believe that Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and all the talent that they have on that team aren't going to get get it together. They need to be running the ball a bit more with the offensive line they've, they've put together in the off-season. But it, it's, it's going to have to work at some point. Yeah, the, the Chiefs are fascinating for me, and, and not least Patrick Mahomes, because as a guy who's got him in our, our 99 yards league fantasy team, uh, to see him get two points, four points, five points uh, for the last few weeks, it's killing me, and I'm looking at dropping him for Kirk Cousins. Um and that will probably be the catalyst for them improving, won't it? Let's be honest, I'm not that lucky. Um, but I do like the Chargers. I, I like their young team. I, I like the team that they've been able to put around Herbert. Um, they've got some real superstars. They've also got some players who are just totally solid and, and, and great players around the squad. Um, there's not. I can't think of any major weaknesses without any super strengths either they're just a fine balanced team so it will be between them and the Chiefs so I think the Chiefs will come back they've got to sort a few things out particularly on defence as well um, it's going to be between the two of them I think the Raiders will fall away and, and the Broncos are uh, in transition I do like the Chargers the, uh, Justin Herbert I've been a big fan of since since he came into the, the league but if it were any other team you'd kind of think yes they 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 have what it takes to beat the Chiefs, and whether they they improve or not. But the Chargers, one, they've had a, a very bad defeat in, in Baltimore already this season, and it's the Chargers. Something's going to go wrong. Let's be perfectly honest about this. Yeah, that they're regularly in Dan Hansis's uh, most unfortunate franchises, aren't they? Like the top five, uh, and you try and you sort of think they're not that bad. They just can't get that monkey off their back. Um, hopefully, they do because they're very entertaining. Yeah, it's strange for me how the, the AFC West has sort of changed. I can't remember with you guys, Ron, but I was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago almost saying, you know, it was just the Raiders and Chargers. They were at the 
you know, a couple of games ahead. The Chiefs are struggling. And now, like I say, every team's got five wins. They're, they're neck and neck. I, I agree. I think the Chiefs will, will put it together. You know, as I mentioned, we're halfway through the season and they're probably not going to get that number one seed in the AFC, but they've, they've got a great chance of making the playoffs because the other teams in their league, uh, their division have, have struggled. The bizarre thing is they're not, if the playoffs started today, and it's a stupid thing to say because obviously they won't, but the Chiefs wouldn't be in the playoffs. They're, they're the eighth seed, I believe, but they are also only two games behind the number one seed. So it's not insurmountable by any means. Well, talking of um, playoff seeds, uh, a team we thought might be at the top, the Bills, they've, they've really struggled recently. Uh, we mentioned the, the pretty, well, the, the Josh Allen Bowl, we'll call it. Um, on Sunday, struggled against the Jags, and it's it's not the first time. The, the five and three, they've got the the Patriots nipping at the heels in the AFC East. How do you think the Bills are going to get on, guys? Man, what is happening with the Bills? They were on. The, people were talking about this run they were on of playing the Dolphins, the Jags, the Jets, and having a bye, and and uh, they played really really poorly. And I don't know whether they're just getting in their own heads and, and relaxing too much. Yeah, maybe it's a psychological thing because they've got the talent. Um, I, I can't honestly say what's happened to them, and, and they really need to put it together this week. Um, in order to, you know, to like you say, keep the Patriots at bay because they, you know, they they're doing really well. The Patriots, and they've got the you know, they'll always have belly checked. They'll always always be competitive. Um, they're going to have to fight for it if they want to uh, if they want to achieve it. The weird thing is, there's no real reason for it either. The, there's no, no. Uh, clear, obvious injury. Stefan Diggs hasn't been the best uh, this season, certainly compared to the, the highs of last year, but it was almost guaranteed to be a down year compared to, to last year, to be fair. In terms of winning the division, I, they've still got to pay, play the Patriots twice, as far as I'm aware, and I, I would have thought that they would make the, the big game would help see the Bills through. The talent would, would see them through in that situation. But there is definitely something up, and it, it seems to be affecting a lot of the AFC, to be fair. Yeah, the AFC playoff picture is pretty crazy. There's nine teams with five wins. Uh, that'll obviously sort itself as we get on. Um, one of the teams I wanted to discuss, uh, who do have five wins and are currently uh, in the playoffs, is the Raiders. They've had um, a pretty crazy couple of weeks. Um, they had the tragedy involving Henry Ruggs. Um, he's most likely going to prison and will never play football again. Uh, and it's just come out in the last couple of days, they've released their other first-round pick from that very same draft, uh, Damon Arnett, who was a shock at the time. He's not really performed, and then he's released videos uh, threatening people with guns on social media. <laughs> what is going on at the Raiders? Uh, that... <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Raiders are really raidering. You know, they <laughs> turned over a, a leaf, you know, with, with uh, Mayock and everything, and... and uh, you know, they brought in someone really interesting to, to to draft for them, and the perception is is that he's reaching with his higher round picks. We thought that with Arnett, we thought that with Leatherwood. I can't. I have to be fair to Leatherwood. I don't know how well he's playing at the moment. Um, but Rugs and Arnett have gone, um, and Mayok's going to be in trouble this 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 postseason, perhaps. I think um, if if they do sort of take a downturn in form, which I think is highly likely given all the you know, everything that's going on. Obviously, they lost the coach earlier in the season. Just, just on, on rugs. I, th- I think if anyone's interested in, in looking it up, I think there's this a very similar thing happened before with Dante Stillworth, 
um, wasn't he back in the league a couple of years later, or for just for for a couple of years, something like that? But uh, you know, it'd be awful. Obviously, uh, he's, I think something's definitely happened. He definitely goes to prison. But it's it's there's kind of form for this in the league. It's an interesting read if anyone's inclined to look it up. The weird thing is, apart from from last week, they have stuck together well as a team, and I don't know if it is. And, and the Raiders are the perfect team in terms of the sort of legacy of, of, of the Raiders as a, as a franchise for it to be us against the world, everyone's against us, we're going to go and, and sneak in as a seventh seed and you, you never know what happens then. It's been a terrible season off the field, losing John Gruden and uh, losing the, the two first round picks, but it wouldn't surprise me if, if they do sneak in. I'll judge that again in a couple of weeks having having on the back of one loss, but it's it's a very very interesting times. The I, I do wonder with Mike Mark, he he either will be end up in a, a very good position or a very bad position. I, I get the feeling in bad position being being fired. Uh, I agree he has been reaching on some of these picks, but equally with with Gruden out of the building, is he now suddenly a huge power base in in the team and 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 gets to draft and he can say, well, Gruden was making these decisions all the way yeah. along. Certainly the way it was perceived. Suddenly, this is my team, and I get to to mould it the way I want. But equally, looking at I, I posted this in our sort of group chat. The, the the first half of the Raiders draft class from last last year is ridiculous. Rugs, obviously, we know what's happened with him, and Damon Arnett was was cut from the first round. Round three, Lim Bowden was traded before before the regular season even started in, in last year. Uh, Brian Edwards is a starting wide receiver, so is their starting wide receiver. So to be fair, that's that's a good pickup in in the third round. But other than that, you've got Tanner Muse, who was cut and never played a snap in the third round, and John Simpson's a backup, and Amik Robinson, uh, Robertson from the fourth round has been benched. They have had no production bar Brian Edwards from last year's draft class at all. It it does make you think how silly question but how have they almost got a team on the field if, if you can't obviously it takes a couple of years to kick on but it's um it's amazing and yeah obviously with the coach going god knows if Mike Mayock will stay that's exactly what I'd do if I was Mike Mayock I'd be like whoa that was all, all Gruden's fault don't worry I'll uh, I'll write the shit but whether or not the uh, the Davies family will will let him off with that but um but strangely like I say they're one of them five win teams in the AFC who knows What's what's going to happen? What's going to happen there? Let's let's switch quickly to the NFC. One team leads it, eight wins, eight and one. That's the Arizona Cardinals. How good are they guys? Do you think they, they'll stay number one seed? I, I I can't see a reason why they can't really. They're they're really really good. Um, and I said this last year, and and uh, they were they were okay. Um, but they've just taken a step further this year. Um, if Kyler Murray can stay fit, who is obviously out of the weekend. Um, he, they, you know, he's, he's in the running for MVP. They've got like three or four great wide receivers. They've got a running game now. I mean, look at Connor at the weekend. He was fantastic, wasn't he? Um, the offensive line's not a huge weakness anymore. Um, it's not strength, but it's not a massive, you know, weakness. And the defense is phenomenal. People like Buddha Baker are just cracking players. Um, you know, you're looking at the Rams playing the Titans at the weekend. They're 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 good. They've got some great players. You know, now they've got Von Miller. Um, and it's a really strong division. But the teams around who are in that strong division are, are, at, are at form. So it's the Cardinals to lose for me. 
along with the Titans win on, on Sunday, I think there was not many things more impressive than what the Cardinals did. They were without, well, let's, let's start off with a starting quarterback and, and as we say, a potential MVP candidate. They're, they're starting running back and what, what was it, their first two receivers as well? And they absolutely dominated not just anyone, but one of their division rivals. Had, yeah. That's that's almost unheard of in, in that kind of build-up on the road as well. You, you couldn't have uh, couldn't, couldn't have written a better script, but they they just got the job done. And they've had they've been without uh, Cliff Kingsbury for, for periods as, as well this so far this season. They much like I was just saying about the Raiders of, of sort of everything's against us. We're we're just going to you know roll the punches and do what we can. The Cardinals are if the Raiders don't do that, the Cardinals definitely have been and, and are succeeding in it and. It's difficult to look past them being, well, I guess you don't really have the top two seeds anymore, but definitely very much in the running for the for home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Imagine that, a, a Cardinals-Titans Super Bowl. Who'd have thought it? <laughs> That's some names. Stop It's a bit more realistic than the, uh, the prospect a couple of weeks ago of having a, a Cardinals-Bengals <laughs> Super Bowl, which when they were both the, uh, the two number one seeds were... And, not many people would have would have uh, selected those those three teams going into this. Maybe the Titans, but the other two, not so much. Absolutely, and you uh, you touched on it there, Duncan. The the trade the Rams made for Von Miller, and um, they're getting well. They've got a hell of a reputation for uh, going all in. Do you? Well, what do you think? Do you think it is it worth it? I know we won't know for a while, but what's your take on the trade? And I guess the Rams' philosophy as a whole. I, I think Les Snead is probably the best general manager in the league. Um, the way he is able to take three or four star players on enormous contracts and still build a roster of 48 other players around them um, with enough strength in, in all the positions to be up there and competitive and, and probably one of the best teams in the league, it's it's never failed to impress me. Um, I'm a Seahawks fan who's just waxing lyrical about the Cardinals and Rams at the moment. Um, they're just super impressive. Um, Les Needs doing a tremendous job there. Um, Von Miller, obviously, he's at the back end of his career, uh, but he's you know he's a difference maker still. Um, he, he, to put him together with Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, then you've got Matt Stafford who's just come in on offense. Um, it's full of difference makers. And like I said, still able to put a team around and endlessly impressive. It's the kind of uh, approach that you'd expect a book like War in, in Five Years' Time to be written uh, about. And if you haven't read that, then it's a, a great book about the uh, the Patriots' way uh, with, uh, from the uh, the mid 2000s and or 2000s to 2010s. But it's it's very different. It's not what uh, other teams have been doing in in the past with with trades and um, and building a team around superstars rather than uh, bulk, but I guess looking at the way they they did lose to the Titans, the, the problem you then have is if if one or two of your superstars are off form, when you've got when you haven't got that much uh, uh, strength and depth, then you you never know what's going to happen and it, it can can bite you. And ultimately, it's not we're not talking about uh, Premier League here where you need 90 points to win the league. If if you're in the playoffs and and your superstars like Matt Stafford on on Sunday night don't show up, then you could be in big trouble. So that, that could be where they're found out. They could be a great regular season team that just can't do it in the playoffs. But we're a long way off that. It's it's It has been very impressive and it'll be interesting to see over Les Needs, the remainder of Les Needs run, how well they perform. Yeah, I'm sort of 
Personally, I'm on the fence. It's one of them. Unless I guess, unless you're in the Super Bowl, it's not worth it, is it? Or at least get it, get a little bit close. Um, we all know what happened last time they, they got to the Super Bowl. wasn't the well, wasn't the best game exactly, was it? Um, because yeah, you know, I mean, maybe because you know, I'm involved with the uh, the Draft Talk podcast. I do like uh, a good draft and drafting players, and if you can build your team through that, that's great. Why not? I, I get it. Why why not go all in? And it's one of them. You only need if you get a big, you know, a big sack in the NFC Championship game for Von Miller. You, you've got to say he's worth it. But yeah, I just, I just, I just don't know. Um, we'll, we'll see. Time will tell. Right. Let's bring back uh, a feature we've, we've not done for a while. The Fast Five. I've got five quick questions for you guys, and uh, as we're halfway through the season, I'll, I'll base it off the playoffs. I'll go to you first, Adam. Uh, we mentioned them before the Bengals, the five and four. Are they going to make the playoffs? I think they'll fall just short. They've been very impressive so far this season, and, and they are just coming off the back of two losses. Admittedly, one of them was to the Jets, but I think a bit of experience is going to see them fall just short in the, in the final few weeks of the season. Very good. Duncan, uh, we'll go to you. Another another team used to make the playoffs, but not not last year. That's the Patriots, the 5-4. and four. They're, they're currently occupying the third wild card spot. In the AFC, do you think they'll uh, sneak in? I'm going to say yes. Um, it's not going to be an easy ride uh, because the Bills will come back to form. They're a very, very good team, um, but they are snapping at their heels, uh, heels, and they'll do very well. They'll finish an e- second easily in that division. Um, the the tough thing will come when the the Chiefs start playing well, the Chargers are playing well. You've got four teams in the AFC North all playing well, and maybe also the Colts if they can put it together to come out of the South. So it won't be easy, but I'm going to say yes, they will sneak in. Okay, back to you, Adam. Uh, the Titans are the number one seed. We uh, we pictured them earlier in the in the Super Bowl. Do you think they'll stay at number one seed? I can't see them staying at the number one seed. I I know what I, everything I said about them being so impressive earlier, but there is just such a crowded pack, and I, while I, I definitely think that they're assuring for the playoffs and assuring to, to win the well, partly because they they're in a, a weak division, I, I can't see them losing one or two games more than they need to for for the number one seed. But I think it will be a, a low a win total you need for for home field advantage to be fair. There we go. Happy to agree. And Duncan, one close to your heart, will the uh, will the Seahawks make the uh, Unfortunately, playoffs? not. <laughs> Unfortunately not. Um, the, I, was, I, was, I was writing for Belushi's this week um, uh, and my featured game was the Packers and Seahawks. That'll be out later in the week. Um, but in it, I noted that no team has made the playoffs for three and five. Um, they're probably out of it. They've got the Rams at 7-2 and the Cardinals 8-1 ahead of them. They've still got a plan. Um, they're not. They are in transition. You know, it's not the Legion, Legion of Boom team that we are of, of, myth, of not mythology, of legend. <laughs> uh, of course, mythology is what legend plus time, isn't it? Um, so got, but uh, they're, they're, they're not able to put it together this season, I don't think, no. I take your point, but we only have one year of sample size of, of seven playoff spots in each conference. I, I would have thought that over the next few years, a three and five team will make the playoffs, whatever they've had injuries in the first half of the season, or just get hot. But it's it's going to happen. I'm fairly sure. It's probably it's probably true, um, but I don't think the Seahawks are, are good enough at the moment. That's a different matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen uh, on a slightly separate note? Have you seen uh, Russell Wilson's return 
from injury video. Yeah, what was he, two weeks away? I know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, finally, go on then, Adam. Who's going to finish the number one seed? If it's not the Titans, who's uh, who's finishing top seed in the AFC? Now, you're putting me in a really bad position here. I know, that's that's why I'm asking. (laughs) I think if if it isn't the Titans, something I'm thinking about who's in the pack and... As you hadn't guessed before, this is this is an unscripted one, but it, it leaves you with realistically probably the the Chiefs, the Chargers, the uh, uh, the Bills, and we've we've spoken about the flaws of of the of the Chiefs and Bills in particular. Um, so to avoid going with the homer pick of the Ravens, oh, do go with the Chargers. I'm trying to set you up there. I knew it was coming. That was. <laughs> Very good. Well, there you go. That's uh, that's who's making it and who's not. We'll uh, we'll see it at the end of the season. I've just read that Frank Gore uh, is is a boxer now. <laughs> he's he's uh, what is he, the third highest rusher in NFL history, and now he's going to be fighting NBA star Deron Williams uh, on the undercard of the next. Uh, oh, not Tyson Fury. Who's the, who's the other Fury? I'm not sure. There's so many of them. Um, but he's going to be uh, he's, he's going to be fighting uh, towards the end of this year. Interesting one. I wouldn't want to take him on. Absolutely not. And a bit naive, but you assume an NFL player would would beat an NBA player. But we'll see. I, don't know, I guess it's a height and reach advantage. True, true. But yeah, I wouldn't. Want, mm, I've done a tiny <laughs> bit of sort of boxing training, and yeah, the thought of Frank Gore being opposite me is. Uh, yeah, he's a tank. Yeah, <laughs> the full the full twelve rounds—that's for sure. But I don't know if he'd win. I can imagine him winning, and then next week being, "Oh, actually, someone needs a running back." It's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> that's what this is all about. Ah, oh, crack on. <laughs> just try and stay re- just try and stay relevant. Well, that's all we've got time for this week. Thanks for joining us. Do uh, join us again next week. And in the meantime, check out the website ninety nine yards dot com and our Twitter at ninety nine yards. For more news, views, scouting reports, etc. And that's it. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you soon.